Hello, everyone. This is Rosemary Coates in Silicon Valley. I'm your host for this edition of the Frictionless Supply Chain Podcast. I'm the executive director of the Reshoring Institute, where we help companies bring back manufacturing to the U.S. or expand their manufacturing in the U.S. And I'm also a contributing writer to Supply Chain Management Review magazine. Today, I'm delighted to introduce you to Danielle Malconian, my friend and owner and CEO of an online retailer for plus-size apparel called Plus by Design, and the brand owner of Vicky V. But I'm going to tell, let her tell you about her fantastic, successful career and background in just a minute. Um, and today, we're going to actually be focusing on supply chains in the global apparel industry and Danielle's choice to manufacture in America. So let's get started. Welcome, Danielle. Uh, thank you very much, Rosemary. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Can you uh, tell us a little bit about your background, how you got started with the brand and the online retailing? Yes, I would be happy to. Um, I started in the uh, plus size clothing industry in 1992 with Nordstrom and found a, a love for the business and continued there for several years until I had my daughter in 2001. About that time, I was encouraged to go and try some, try to sell something online. And the Vicky V clothing label was so successful at Nordstrom that it was an obvious choice to try and sell online. So I started with a Yahoo store and uh, then was able to buy the label, the Vicky V label in 2008. And we have now been online for about 21 years. Fantastic. That's great. So what's the market like for plus size fashion? And is this part of the apparel industry that's actually growing? Definitely. The plus size fashion has been growing pretty much nonstop since the early 90s. It's an it's a interesting industry in the way that, um, that, that people shop. You know, a lot more hap is happening online. But um, it, there's difficulties both sides. So the demand is definitely there. Uh, whether the apparel industry can keep up with that demand in the right way is another question. Actually. Yeah. So it used to be, I think, that um, apparel manufacturers just made bigger sizes for plus size clothing. But that's not really the answer. I mean, it's my understanding that plus size clothing is differently designed to, to meet body requirements for a plus 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 size person uh, yes. and that's different from just a plain bigger size that's right that's right we women's sizes which we refer to when you see a, a w a 12w or 14w refers to the fact that the garments get wider and not just longer so you know in the old days when you'd have an extra larger 2x it just kind of got larger in, in both ways. And, you know, of course, we've realized that women don't necessarily get taller as they get plus sized. Yeah, so, the opposite for my customers. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Well, how else is the apparel industry changing uh, beyond just uh, beyond just uh, plus size? Well, the, the huge migration online has just changed everything in the apparel industry. Um, as if you go into stores these days, you'll notice that the selection is dramatically reduced uh, in plus sizes and really in regular sizes. You won't be able to find those basic items that you were looking for that you would find years ago. All those have gone to 
whatever store's online uh, platform and the store is full of, uh, you know, new uh, seasonal fashion and, and stuff like that. So shopping has just changed, really. We've all gotten, we've all had to cut, get used to, you know, figuring out how we can, how we can shop online, how we can decide what our size is. And um, it's just a whole different, a whole different in, industry. Then there's the whole fast fashion thing. You know, that's a, a really big concern in environmental circles that all of these kind of throwaway pieces of clothing are just being manufactured like crazy uh, overseas mostly and ending up in the landfills. And so I think part of the industry is coming to an idea that that's not a smart uh, way to go, but I mean, you could still go on Amazon and yeah. get a lot of different stuff for 10 bucks. No, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 for sure. So that's a that's a big issue that we talk about a lot in supply chain management is the circular economy and recycling and so forth. And I understand that a lot of fast fashion just goes to a landfill somewhere and is never recycled, which um, is unfortunate because I mean it lasts a season. It either stretches out or gets a hole or something. There's you can't donate things like that anymore. You know the the charities can't really use it so it's unfortunate yeah yeah it's really terrible and of course vicky v has not like that at all i mean i know there are plenty of people that have vicky v including me that have vicky v brands from 20 years ago um they last forever it seems like and our um and our classical so the shapes and styles and so forth don't change as much as you would find it in like fast fashion it's true okay very true. So tell us about your website and how it's designed and to appeal to your customer base. Well, that is an interesting question because I just brand new today have a new version of the website out. I don't know if you've been, if you've seen it. Not yet. Um, but we, um, where there's always a push to figure out how to make a website more shoppable, more easily understandable um easy to use on mobile so that's where our push has been is really to make the the images nice and large uh the descriptions uh very um full descriptions you know what i mean um people understand exactly what the return policy is and when they'll get their items um it's really just you know nailing it down uh to the to the bottom line of helping a customer make a decision to buy, you know, pretty much we call it a conversion rate, you know, so I have customers that come and we really look at getting those customers to purchase something. Yeah. So converting them to a sale, right? So um, this whole idea of, of reverse um, logistics or returns uh, is a huge problem also in the industry and growing because um, so many people will order things online, then they don't fit or for whatever reason they want to return them. That's right. a whole reverse process that we didn't think that much about in the past, but all of a sudden now it's really important. Of course, because even if you, you know, a lot of our customers will buy six things and with the idea in their minds that they're going to keep two. So, you know, four of those come back or, you know, things get exchanged. Luckily. Uh, Vicky V uh, and plus by design in general is pretty much based in knit clothing, which has some stretch. 
So one of my focuses was always to sell things that come in basically 1x, 2x, 3x, which is the, you know, kind of like small, medium, large. And that way, somebody can be a variation of sizes and things still fit. So our return rate is really about 10%. And the industry average is about 30 online. Wow. So, wow. so we're really fortunate that way. Yeah, for sure. So how did your business fare during the pandemic? Did you experience any supply chain shortages or how did it change? You know, the the hardest part for us, Rosemary, I mean, we are domestic, so we didn't have to really deal too much with the, you know, shipping problems and everything. But our biggest problem was that our customers, for the most part, they either work or they go to events or they travel. Those are our customers because of the type of clothing that we sell. So right away, we saw a dip in demand because people weren't going to work, they weren't going to events, and they weren't traveling. So that first couple of months was really, really tough. Um, We were able to sell some face coverings for a little while. And then um, we kind of pivoted to, you know, cute tops for Zoom. Or uh, I'm sure you remember getting the emails um, or uh, or loungewear or, you know, things to to, you know, just be at home and comfortable in. Um, but it, it hurt. But it, didn't, it wasn't for very long, actually, because our customers are so loyal to the product that they just wear it all the time. Yeah. I, I found through the pandemic that they were still wearing their Vicky V tops and bottoms around the house, even when they weren't going out or traveling. So yeah. thank goodness. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell us about your production facilities. You mentioned that you're manufacturing in America um, and you intend to keep manufacturing in America, I believe, right? Yes. Yes. Um, When when most, you know, apparel manufacturers were migrating to Asia in the nineties and um, after 2000, when uh, China ascended to the world trade organization and those, um, quotas and so forth were lifted, an awful lot of apparel companies went to China. How, why did you make the decision to stay here? You know, when I when I purchased the Vicky V label in 2008, they were actually manufacturing in California. And so the brand was kind of born and raised in the United States. And I personally find that there are a lot of issues to go offshore with the manufacturing. We do get some fabric uh, from Korea mostly. Uh, but, um, as far as the the cutting and the sewing and the design and, and all that, it's just, I'm a control freak, Rosemary. I, 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 I want things the way they are and I'm not the type to get on a plane and travel, um, all the time. Like I know you do, you travel so much. Um, it just felt a lot better. And so we've, we've been in a, um, production house in New York for the last uh, 10 years. And we just actually moved to New Jersey. So we've, we found another um, another production place. So our, our volume isn't that high that we would have to, that we would save such a, a considerable amount, but our customers always also demand the quality that we, that we get. Here. And yeah, I think so that's a good point. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about the fabrics and the and the quality of the products and the Vicky V label because they're really unique. Well, it's it's an interesting conversation because we, we just had a 
a, a terrible problem getting our acetate lycra slinky. So uh, Vicky V is known for acetate spandex product that's very heavyweight, 14 ounces to the yard. And that's what makes the fabric drape so beautifully. Well, the dye house that we had in uh, Greensboro, South Carolina, just closed in November. And they are literally the only dye house for Slinky in the country. So mm. we were trying to, to get somebody else up to speed and it, it's becoming, it's becoming very difficult to get the fabric. We're having to really, uh, you know, go jump through hoops to find it. So we finally found a really reputable manufacturer in Korea. Um, and interestingly enough, they buy the yarn, the spandex yarn, or the, sorry, the acetate yarn from Easton, which is domestic. So because of that, they buy the yarn, they ship the yarn over to Korea and send us the fabric back knitted. Um, it has a lot, you know, a lot to do with the, uh, you know, how getting the fabric back and forth because they're using domestic yarn. Uh -huh, okay. So, so that, we'll, we'll start to get our pardon. That's post pandemic. That's post pandemic, after the pandemic. That just happened. Yeah. No, six oh, months okay. ago. I, I've been out of stock in black, uh, in our most popular black classics for about six months and oh, okay. you should see a new shipment uh this month so okay i'm excited to get back into it but it's been really difficult yeah so. that's a classic supply chain issue you can't yeah. find a supplier right or or she has some problem with the supplier uh and have to address it for sure and well, it's just a very expensive acetate has become very very expensive so that's what's raised the prices too, unfortunately. Okay. So Plus by Design is known for its relentless focus on quality and customer service. Um, and as a result, you have very loyal customer base. Um, I know me and some of my friends that uh, buy Vicky V products are just incredibly loyal to the brand. How do you think those policies affected your business over time? You know, I've always treated my customers like friends, and uh, I really think that that has made a difference because somebody could call us up and and get an answer. Our customers don't feel frustrated when they have a problem. You know, we we turn those problems into wins by being overly generous, and it's just it, it's created a a com a community, you know, we have a really great Facebook group that people like to comment and be in and it's a family and it's just part of my personality. I think that that was so important to me rather than trying to grow huge. It was just more about providing something quality for people who are interested in being a part of that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know of any other, I can't think of any other brand that I buy or that I know of that um, you know, sort of talks to each other. It feels like, you know, it feels like we know you <laughs> and are quite comfortable asking questions and, you know, giving feedback and talking to you. And that's a really different feel, um, that, that customer loyalty that makes you want to keep coming back again and again and again to your brand. So really, really important. Thank you. Thank you. Building online trust is one of the most important things. Uh, when you're trying to sell online. 
it, it's because people don't, they don't walk into your store and see you. So they need to feel it. Important. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, we have some comparable examples. Um, certainly Amazon, you know, has a fairly generous, generous return policy as well. That's easy for returns. It's, you know, yeah. it makes it fairly friendly, even though it's not personal. It's still a, a kind of a favorable environment. Um, and then you've obviously taken that to a whole nother level. So we appreciate it very much. Thank you so much. I hope I hope that continues. I really do. Yeah. So um, there are a lot of career supply chain professionals listening today. And as a leader with a long and, su and successful career and um, maybe some advice to give to people, particularly women who would want uh, to advance their careers, what, what kind of advice would you give? I find that that um, women that try don't try so hard to be competitive with the men in the field and just be themselves and be honest. And, you know, like I was talking about, um, you know, put your feeling into your work, find your passion and and lead with that. I think that is the that's the strength that women have that we can be competitive with that we don't have to join the rat race uh, of men, you know, climbing up the ladder. And, and I think women need to, um, they need to rely on each other. You know, we need to, to get, get rid of the, the, the caddies um, stereotypes that, that have been placed on women. And that whole idea, if you're strong, you're, a, you're, you know, some kind of bitch or whatever. Right. So, all of those things that have been put on women who are climbing the corporate ladder, we just need to sidestep in a way, just by being ourselves, by being um, um, authentic, really authentic, looking people in the eyes and, and, and having high expectations of how we're being treated. So I, I, I just think, you know, women have a lot of power that we, we kind of tamp down because we don't want to look a certain way. So just, you know, let it roar like you do, Rosemary. You're amazing. Thank you. So Danielle, um, how do people contact you if they want to learn more about Vicki B or they want to order from the site? Give us some how, how to contact you. Well, our website uh, URL is plusbydesign.com. Uh, you can also find us by searching Vicky V, which is V-I-K-K-I-V-I. -I. Um, we have a, a you know wide variety of women's plus size clothing. Our demographic is probably 40 plus. And you know, if you're looking for comfortable, um, well-made clothing to that packs wonderfully, right, Rosemary? <laughs> packs in your suitcase and and just lasts a long time and our new uh, tagline on the website is empower your curves. So oh, that's okay. where we're going. Empower your curves and visit oh, us good. at Plus by Design. And, and if you what's click, the email address? Yeah. The email. Um, you can, you can uh, email us at customer service at plusbydesign.com. Okay, terrific. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's always fun to talk to you, Danielle. 
And you can listen to more frictionless supply chain podcasts posted on Supply Chain Management Review's landing page on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can reach me, Rosemary Coates, at rcoates at reshoringinstitute.org. And visit our website, www.reshoringinstitute.org, where we publish all of our research on manufacturing in America. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for listening.